there, and welcome to the Animag Podcast. Hey, welcome back to Animag, the number one anime podcast according to the Playboy magazine. I am your host, Asylum, sitting here with... Oh, shit. Domicus! <laughs> Sorry. What Sorry happened, man? That. Man, I'm just too distracted by my mouse pad. I can literally hear you rubbing the titties. Oh, it's an ass. Never mind. I can hear you rubbing yeah, it's the an ass. ass. This man had to buy yeah. an Akino mouse pad on stream. Yeah. <laughs> Over on Twitch. One of my friends, I didn't even think he had 10k points. I just seen it. I was like, fuck. Honestly, <laughs> thankfully he did it because I was saving up. I had wasted a few to try and make you dab, but by the time he spent his, I only had to watch maybe one more stream and now I have 10k. So I was going to make you do it anyways. So ladies Go. and gentlemen, we're back. <laughs> yep. Rent a girlfriend episode eight. And I have to say, I'm going to start this entire podcast off by saying I was not at all impressed with this episode. There were some points that were like... All Just, right, but Kazuya himself was... Oh, Kazuya himself, Kazuya. yeah. Kind of a little pussy in this episode, even though he wanted to be, you know, this big, strong, <laughs> greedy man, and he's sitting here crying about seven extra fucking dollars. That's what a thousand yen is, people. Seven dollars. <laughs> stop being a broke ass, man. In the great words Aww. of old Sydney, stop being broke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we start off by seeing Kazuya eating some food, and he's just kind of like reminiscing about Ruka blowing up on mommy and then bam his phone rings and lo and behold it's ruka and she's sitting there she's talking his head off and he's just eating his food kind of uninterested he's like yeah uh-huh Ooh, funny <laughs> <laughs> and she catches on to this and she's like oh is anything wrong and after he says no she just winds up apologizing for blowing up on mommy the other day at their work she basically winds up saying that x or not she should not have acted that way and it was childish and kazuya proceeds to try and tell her that it was okay and how mommy really doesn't have feelings for him anyways which i don't believe i think mommy does still have feelings for that man and she's trying to get him back we all know the real reason why ruka is apologizing because she got fucking roasted true true <laughs> now she sleeps and that's all she hears so why does she so need a rental girlfriend she hears that shit in her nightmares <laughs> But he does tell Ruka that seeing her go so far for him actually helped him get over mommy, which I think is the wrong thing to say to a girl like Ruka because she's going to overthink this and be like, oh, he likes me and only me. And then we see a shot of mommy at her house still lurking on Twitter and she wound up Twitter, Facebook, our Instagram. It's definitely Twitter because in the thing it says that she tweeted at Kazuya's parents sake shop saying how she was excited to learn more about Saki and excited to see tweets about their grandson. Oh my god. Dude, this crazy bitch. I can understand just following the page and then lurking but like now she's tweeting at them. I you wish are... I was Kazuya. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> So then we go back to Kazuya's. He's getting ready to rent Chizuru, but he notices that she actually went up in the rankings at Diamond, the place that runs the Rent-A-Girlfriend website. She's no longer a rookie, but this is bad news for him because that also means the cost went up by a thousand yen, to be exact. That may sound like a lot, but honestly, that's only seven dollars in America. So, I don't know why he's tripping. <laughs> and right before he books her for a date, he starts thinking that if he's gonna be paying more, he deserves to be 
be a little greedy and demand more from her, you know, because oh my God. he says up till now, he's just been renting her and then they've just kind of gone and done the bare minimum, which remember he said he wanted to do that for her. But now because of an extra $7, he wants to start demanding shit from her and then boom, intro roll. So a little bit shorter than last week. Last week's pre-intro roll was super long, but also this episode's not really as jam packed as last week's. I find it's more filler this week, but there are a couple of things just to keep your eye out on. So yes, after the intro, we cut to where almost this entire episode is going to take place. The date between Kazuya and Chizuru. We learned that his big demand for her was that she wear a schoolgirl uniform. And he's a little worried that she will be weirded out by this request. And as she walks up to him and they get their day started, he asks if she's okay with the uniform. And she's like, yeah, this is normal for most people that rent me. They have requests like this. But then she turns and she basically says, but what is weird is the fact that you're wearing a school uniform also. This man asked her to wear a school uniform and he's like, maybe I should put one on too. But Chizuru seems slightly okay after he tells her this, that, you know, he wanted to also wear a uniform so it didn't look too odd. And she says, well, at least we won't look like schoolgirl and sugar daddy. (laughs) They're spending the day at the Tokyo Dome Center and Chizuru mentions a couple of times how it's packed and she points out that all of the students skipping class wind up going there when they are skipping. And this will come back into play a little bit later in the episode. Episode. So I can easily sum up most of this date like this. Kazuya requested her to wear a schoolgirl uniform. Then he can't focus because he's too busy swooning over her. Then, as his entire thing for this episode was to be more demanding, he flops almost every single time and Shizuru has to basically push him along into actually being assertive and more aggressive with his attitude. Oh my god. Yeah, this dude's a complete pussy, man. He's got like notes written in his phone for the date a guide if you will of things that he's going to ask her to do step one holding hands so he mentions how he wanted this type of date at this kind of a place the tokyo dome center ever since he was a young boy and that he went there with all of his guy friends and this is (laughs) (laughs) this is basically why the episode's called youth and girlfriend he's trying to relive his youth there and do something he never got a chance to do which i think is kind of stupid yeah imagine having a walk through and still failing <laughs> a walk oh having a guy that's still failing <laughs> I don't know if it was really a fail. He's just not assertive enough. It was like Chizuru picked up the walkthrough and fucking did more of the work. It's like he would get to the ledge every time, but he couldn't make the jump. She had to push his ass. So they start holding hands and walking, and he's basically running, I assume because he's nervous. And Chizuru even says, hey, you don't have to walk so fast. As they're doing this, there are a few guys noticing how good Chizuru looks, and they're like, man, what uniform is that? They even throw a shot at Kazuya saying, how oh that girl's boyfriend looks like a dweeb though (laughs) damn like bam roasted step two for the date was to get and share food they go to a churro truck and they get a chocolate one but he only gets one and Shizuru even says something about this as he's ordering wondering why he's only getting one but I think right here she realizes what he's doing and he starts to wimp out with asking her you know can I have a bite of your churro and then they show some other couples on dates or whatever and they're 
sharing food, like some people sharing an ice cream. And Chizuru might have noticed this because right then and there, she asked him if he wants a bite. And of course he does. So they share it. And this dude puts fucking like half the churro down his fucking throat, <laughs> which one just looked weird. And then he's like, hmm, so good. So, so far things are going swell for his plan, but Chizuru had to push him there. And after this, he's looking at the notes on his phone, kind of off to the side. And Chizuru notices and she's like, what's next? This throws Kazuya <laughs> off a little bit because he now knows that Chizuru knows he has a plan or is at least doing something different on this date than he would normally do. So she tells him he doesn't have to hide it and that it's actually a good thing to have plans set in place for a date. And as they're walking along by some shops, Chizuru spots Sumi. She ducks down behind like a hat rack and she pulls Kazuya down and he's like, what's going on? She points out Sumi to him and she's like, this would be super embarrassing if Sumi would see us like this out in, you know, schoolgirl and schoolboy uniforms. And in Kazuya's head, he points out that knowing Sumi, if she were to see them out on a uniform date, she would probably freak out and cause a disaster. So Sumi goes mm-hmm. to walk off, like, away from the shop she was at, and it's kind of towards them. So Chizuru drops down on all fours behind the hat rack, essentially leaving her ass, like, straight up and down in the air, pointed right at Kazuya. Keep in mind, she's got a little mini skirt on, and this absolutely does nothing good for the man. <laughs> he dies inside seeing this. They get a quick window, and they wind up running off and getting away without being spotted. But as they're running off, Sumi does kind of look to the side like she may have... You know when someone you know is near you, and you kind of think you saw them, but you're not sure, so you just kind of look like, hmm, wonder if that was who I thought it was. It's kind of a moment yeah. like that. And they get into the arcade, which Kazuya says worked out best for him because there's a photo booth there, and that was step three oh. of his date. But something that I caught right here was that as he's thinking this in his head, it was showing some more text at the top. And it was for Chizuru who was talking out loud. And she was like, what is Sumi doing here? And she said, oh, it looked like she was hat shopping, maybe buying a hat for her dad. And I went back and watched this episode. It looked like the same goofy ass fedora that Kazuya had put on on the date when he was with Sumi. Uh So I think she's going to buy the hat for him and give it to him and be like, got you a gift. Do you know how she is? No, it's going to be like a text message and just... I don't know, man. I don't know how they're working that in, but I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. If that was just a dead scene, I'm going to lightly be mad because they could use that. We already know there's something established with that stupid ass hat and this would be the perfect thing. We already know she has a crush on him. Yes. So, like I said, step three of the plan was to get into a photo booth with Chizuru and he's like, this would be something that I would be able to take home and look at whenever I want. And we all know why he wants pictures of Chizuru to take home. And specifically, we all know why he wants pictures of Chizuru dressed as a schoolgirl to take home. We're all seeing what he did with the picture of mommy. We all seen that. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I also want to point out, like, how old is Kazuya? Do we know? 21. Okay, so Kazuya's 21 and Chizuru's 20. You don't think it's a little fucking creepy that he asked this girl to wear a schoolgirl uniform? My man's is kind of giving off some pedo vibes here. Think about it. It's only bad enough his girlfriend's like 17 years old. True that, she is literally ill. Did we just crack the case? <laughs> that's fucking gross, man. If that's his kink, then whatever. That ain't got shit to do with me, but it's fucking 
gross. So they get inside of the photo booth and right off the bat, he's about to flop on his being more demanding plan. He can't choose if they're in the booth as friends or as a couple. So then we see Chizuru's arm reach over and she just selects couple. And she looks over at him saying, well, we're a couple right now. And she's like, remember, don't hold back. And then they start taking some pictures. And I have to say, this dude looks like shit in all of them. You can visually tell that he's extremely <laughs> nervous. Okay. I'm going to put these on the website so y'all can see. These had me dying. He kind of looks like he would have been from that show Courage the Cowardly Dog with how like <laughs> scared and gross he looked. So they get to one pick where they have to hug. Cheezer was like, all right, come on. And this kills him again for the second time in the episode. Basically, she's like, hurry up. Everybody hugs. So as they're about to hug, right before the camera like starts taking the pictures for the booth, the camera for the show zooms into Kazuya's crotch area, implying that he was probably getting like a little boner from hugging her. Mm-hmm. But also, a little simmy? Yeah, a little simmy, like a little soft floppy. Uh, and that's not the only time in this episode we're going to get a quick tight zoom into his dick in this episode, which is kind of concerning. (laughs) But let's not use that word. Let's use PP. Nah, man. Nah, man. (laughs) Fuck that. That was that man's little tiny dick. But also something that I noticed I think is kind of important to maybe point out was like as they're hugging, Shizuru really leaned into this hug like it may have been more to her than just a hug as friends. And I'm not the only person who caught this. I saw a few other people online that were like, man, she really was feeling this hug. She was uh, trying to see how uh, Kazuya was packing. Oh my God. Oh, maybe that's why she squinted. <laughs> she squints and she's like, what is this little thing? <laughs> nah, man. I think it's a small nod to the fact that she is getting feelings for his ass. But for the last pick, I thought we were going to get some hot steamy action because the booth asked uh, them to kiss. I knew that was going to happen like with the fingers. I was like, yeah, they're, they're not going to kiss. Oh, I thought they were. Okay, so Kazuya is like, a passionate kiss my ass? No way. And Shizuru saves the day by, she throws up a sign with her hands. It almost looked like the too sweet sign for wrestling. If you're a wrestling fan, you'll know what I'm talking about. It just makes like a little wolf with your hands. And then they put those together and took a little kissing picture. So after they're done in the booth, he's sitting in front of this machine and he's waiting for the pictures to print. He's like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Very eager to get these pictures to take home and, you know, quote unquote, put on his fridge. But Chizuru notices some girls walking by and they're wearing the same uniform that she's in. So she like goes over to Kazuya and she sits on the side of him and she's like, look, and he thinks how awkward it would be if they ran into those girls while Chizuru's wearing the same uniform as them, you know, essentially cosplaying as a schoolgirl. So Chizuru grabs him and drags him off before he can ever get the pics from the photo booth. Uh oh. So they just leave them there. So I wonder if that's going to come back into play. Like maybe Sumi finds them because we know she's at the Tokyo Dome Center at the same time they are. Mm-hmm. Fucking Ruka fucking comes up to it. <laughs> Ruka was actually stalking them all day and we just didn't know <laughs> i don't think so man I, I think if anyone's gonna end up with the pictures it's sumi but i feel like sumi won't really have a problem with the fact that she's ruined kazuya were on a rental date because i mean like Watch. she gets it she's gonna give him the pictures whenever she gives the hat <laughs> also i saw i found these maybe she will give it to him just to be like a good friend like hey also uh i found these at the mall did y'all mean to leave them kazuya's gonna be like you're my hero <laughs> Oh! <laughs> 
After running off, Chizuru says that she's sorry for making Kazuya run. And we see this dude looking absolutely drained. This dude looked like he busted 25 nuts in a row. His face is just like sagging and shit. And he's huffing and puffing. He's like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> and she points to the Ferris wheel. She's like, you want to ride that? And she points out how it's private up there. And, you know, the carts were enclosed. So there was like glass and a door. And like right mm-hmm. before they go to get on, some lady takes their picture. They take the picture. They get on the Ferris wheel and we learn that the schoolgirl uniform that Shizuru is wearing was actually the one she wore when she went to school. This wasn't something that she just bought for these dates. This was her actual schoolgirl uniform from back in the day. They're sitting across from each other. Okay. Remember, she's wearing a mini skirt. So our boy is absolutely struggling right here. <laughs> he notices that he's starting to clam up while wondering where he should be looking, not trying to look down in between Shizuru's legs. So he's like, fuck, what should I do? What should I do? And yet again, Chizuru saves the day. She starts telling him some kind of Ferris wheel facts, and he realizes that every time he clammed up on this date, she was the one that came in and kept things moving. She points out that there's a concert happening below them, but Kazuya's looking and he's trying to see, and he can't quite get a view on it. And right here, it shows Kazuya from Chizuru's side of the Ferris wheel car, and again, it's filming his crotch. But I think this was to imply that Chizuru realized he had the same view from across, you know, in his seat basically implying that she knew Kazuya was probably looking up her skirt being fucking weird so she closes her legs together and she puts her purse over her laps and she looks at him and says there and he goes thanks I just assume that's what this was all about but what you told me earlier was something else also to kind of think about like maybe she put her purse in her lap so he could go sit on the side of her and see the concert yeah it's like man I could go either way on both of those thoughts because she does say there and he said thanks that's what leads me to think that she just didn't want him looking up her skirt. I feel like she would have told him to sit on the side of her if that's why she moved her purse. But maybe she did it and then she got nervous about it and she didn't want to ask. I don't know. So oh he, he gets up and he's trying to see the concert and he's hovering over her and he's kind of like, I don't know how to explain it, like halfway to the side looking out the window just trying to see the concert. Something happens and he winds up losing his balance and he falls kind of onto her and then we see it baby, his hand cupping her her boob and it, it was took, on there for a good bit <laughs> yes it took this man a long fucking time to take his hand off and why didn't she, Jesus do anything exactly well she let it happen for a while but then she smacks the shit out of him knocking him to the floor of the ferris wheel house and right away she apologizes and she says she didn't mean to hit him which i mean that's understandable and he's like no i'm sorry i lost my balance and in his head right here he says what are you doing you idiot sure i lost my balance but falling onto her wasn't on purpose And I guess that he's mad that he apologized for something that he didn't mean to do. But still, it's just manners to be like, yo, I'm sorry, that was an accident. Didn't mean to squeeze your titty. (laughs) (laughs) This man's got no manners. I feel like he's trying to be a bad guy and he just can't fucking do it. But then as he's on the floor of the Ferris wheel house, he realizes that his hand was on her titty. And he quickly adverts this awkwardness. And he starts a new conversation about her being a rental girlfriend. And he asks her if she ever runs into any trouble with creeps. And then oh, she t- yes then she tells him a story about one client who wanted to show her a picture on his phone but he had some porn open when he went to show her the picture which I thought was funny because I thought she was going to be like this guy wanted to show me a dick pic <laughs> <laughs> and then she takes a shot at our boy Kazuya by saying this other time one guy that rented me yelled at me at the aquarium <laughs> and this dude just kind of like sinks in his seat <laughs> he's like fuck that's me but then she tells him how she's in love with this job regardless 
regardless because she gets to meet so many people and she gets to go to so many places and just learn a bunch of stuff and it not only helps her for her acting career sometimes this actually ends up helping the people that rent her because they build more confidence for themselves you know just kind of being mushy about her job yeah and after the ride they get out of the ferris wheel car and the lady who took their picture is like oh you can buy the picture for a thousand yen and chizuru was like oh that's too expensive but then kazuya was like yes i'll fucking buy it <laughs> yes and I guess this was to make up for the fact that he didn't get the pictures from the photo booth. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm actually going to get one. And then boom, credit roll. But in this episode, the scene plays while the credit rolls are going. Okay. And mm-hmm. it's Chizuru telling Kazuya that one of the producers who went to watch the play that she was in gave her a call and wants to do some more work with her. And then he screams super loud. He's like, really? Everyone turns and looks at them. And she's like, keep it down. <laughs> But the point of this is the fact that it may not be right now, but it could have an effect on her being a rental girlfriend. So she says it's why she wanted to at least tell him because I assume he's the person that rents her the most. Okay. There's no way someone else is renting her more than Kazuya at this point. And then yeah. as they're walking home, I noticed that like, I don't know if the date's technically over, but they're definitely leaving the Tokyo Dome and they're holding hands. Okay. And she's like, oh, you're hurting me because he was squeezing her hand too hard. Probably because he was thinking about how she will eventually move on to acting and not be available for rent anymore and she's like relax I won't up and disappear so suddenly and he's like no it's not that I'm just happy for you (laughs) yeah right this man is shitting his pants right now (laughs) he's about to lose his sexy ass rental girlfriend and then finally for the next episode kind of seemed like it could be interesting it looked like Kazuya is gonna have dinner with Ruka's parents and also it looked like his grandma was there and then it shows him picking up a phone call everyone kind of like looks over at him and then it looked like two people were kissing because we could see some legs and some socks obviously Kazuya's and someone else's and one was tippy toeing trying to kiss I'm pretty sure this is Ruka because I had to rewind it a few times and pause it was the same shirt that Ruka had on while serving the grandma some tea and the episode is called kiss and girlfriend so I, I already think, know what's gonna happen after that I think our boy is like, definitely getting a kiss this is this is what's gonna happen hey open up <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, Make what the fuck? <laughs> Why is this grown ass man trying to kiss a child? I have lost all respect for Kazuya. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I guess we should just point it out as gross as it is in Japan, where I assume they would be living for this show. Uh, 17 is the legal age of consent, but that's still absolutely fucking disgusting. If you're 21, that is a huge age gap. My boy, get it together and tell everyone the fuck off and stay with Chizuru because she's 20. <laughs> that's my official anti mag advice for Kazuya. <laughs> mommy would be like maybe around 20. Or okay. 22. Mommy's got to fucking go. She's batshit crazy. Damn. And she's not even hot. <laughs> How dare you disrespect her? Although she might be rich, because we don't know if that's her parents' house that they keep showing. That might just be her house. Isn't she, like, living with a brother or something like that? I don't remember. I really can't remember. Because remember, there was some guy over there, and mm-hmm. I want to say that was her brother. Her other man, bro, because she's a hoe. I think it was the last episode, because it happened, like, either the episode before or during the episode where she rents Chizuru. I really can't remember. Did Mommy rent Chizuru uh, in season two? Season one. Season one. 
one. Okay, that's why I'm not really remembering. All my memory for season one's a little hazy. That's the episode from front to back. My rating this week's not that good. I have to be honest. Mm. I, I think you guys are going to be very shocked to know what I'm giving it this week. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a whopping five. Damn. Yeah. For me, it just felt more filler than anything. And the only parts that we really needed to pay attention to were so kind of small and minute that I don't think they're really going to affect the story all that much. The only real big thing that could affect the story is Sumi giving Kazuya the hat because this could make him develop feelings for her. And that's about it. And that piece was so small. It's literally like a fucking half minute segment. Yeah. You know, we learn about Chizuru getting a call back and she's like, might have to stop being a rental girlfriend, but we've heard this once before. So I'm going to give it a five, just a solid filler episode. I'm going to give it a five because Kazuya didn't grow no balls. That is true. This man came up talking about, I'm going to be more assertive and demand more. And she has to fucking force him to demand everything. The only thing that was greedy was his crunch. His, cr- <laughs> his, little, <laughs> his little Alaskan bullworm swelling up. <laughs> why do they film this man's dick twice? That's gross. I, I don't know why. I guess it is to imply the things that we said, but still, unnecessary, man. We already know this dude's a fucking freak, so you think I don't immediately think that he's getting a boner when he's hugging Shizuru? I know he's getting a boner. You don't have to show me. You know what would have kept that man running for days, though? Some... Alti. Some Alti subs, baby. Use code AnnieMag at checkout for 10% off your entire purchase. And if we're going to recommend a flavor to you, it is going to be the Blue Raz. Yep. I actually need to order a tub for these conventions coming up. Probably not Louisiana. I'm doing both, bro. I'm drinking them at both. We might as well let you know now. We'll probably start talking about it here and there, but we're going to be at two upcoming cons. Louisiana Comic Con. Yeah, it's Louisiana Comic Con. And uh, Anime something. I don't know what it is. It's in Fort Worth, Texas. God damn. Another Texas Texas con, and it's an hour further than from where we went originally. Uh, So we're really going to need the ulti for that one. Nah, we're going to... No, I'm going to... I'm gonna pop some manitone. Oh, I was about to say, you better not pop a blue chew on the way to fucking Texas. <laughs> it's already bad enough that on the ride there, fucking exclusive Nick was fucking wa- watching hentai. <laughs> this man turned the GPS off so we could watch hentai. He had his little phone suction cup to the front window and we could all see it. And we were passing up cars and they were just looking like, what the fuck? <laughs> Hey, that's why those two men that rode in the front run Animag after dark and we don't. Yeah, they pick a bad time to start fucking recording. <laughs> I think that's going to have an official launch closer to December, so I won't talk about it too much here now, but just know we have something else coming for Animag, like an extension of Animag. All I gotta say is they better not be recording while I'm streaming. Dude, they will be. You already know they will. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, oh my god. That's gonna be this week's episode. Really can't give you too much off of a filler episode. We just have to hope that next week's or this 
this week's coming up, shall I say, is a little more yeah. drama filled, and it looks like it might be, man, with this fucking kiss happening. Wow, is this Kazuya's first kiss on the show? No, his Who? first kiss was with mommy. When at the beach? Oh, right, right, right. When they were by the rocks, and then it was Chizuru. When did he kiss Chizuru? Didn't Chizuru fall off the boat, or did Kazuya? Oh, but that's like mouth to mouth. That's not like a kiss. Still counts. Still counts. No. Still counts. No. Still counts. Our man's already a pedophile. Don't make him a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> that was him trying to save her life. So he's only kissed mommy. His lips have touched Chizuru's lips, but we're not counting that. Didn't he kiss Ruka? Uh, I think he did, actually. Man, this guy is a slut. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> uh, but we hope you guys enjoyed this episode thank you for listening thank you for tuning in and thank you for being there next week because i already know you're gonna be there until then take it easy and so long everybody sayonara thank you for listening be sure to visit our website at www.animad.org see you next time <laughs>